Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Oh, 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 oh,
Welcome to this is Jamie Stocker here on Lock and Stock here on the Face Radio. Starting this week's show there with Stevie Wonder from the Inner Visions album, and that one is too high. Now we do have a jam-packed edition of the show for you. We've got all of our regular features, plus we've got some great guests on the show this week here as well. We've also got no end of brand new tracks for you this week as well. Been really, really busy in the inbox, so I'm gonna be playing you as many new tracks as I can squeeze in over the next couple of hours. And of course we have those guests as well. So let's start off with our first new track of the show this week. Now this comes courtesy of Max Beasley's High Vibes, and this is taken from their new album Zeus. This is the title track from the album itself, and I'll give you more details after this. Thank you. 
jazz funk fans out there that is a really great album well worth checking that one out it's been released on the 29th september so it came out this friday it's available on physical digital and of course any other way that you do get your music well worth checking them also now it's an all-star cast on this one including of course max beasley we've also got dean parks as part of the group who's done work with steely dan and mike gadd as well who's done work with eric clapton so definitely worth checking out and again that is max beasley's high vibes and zeus so we're going to be lining up very shortly then for our first guest here on the show this week. Now we're going to be joined very shortly by Gil Carpus. Now he is the co-director of the Cambridge Jazz Festival, which is a festival which is going to be running in and around the Cambridge area in November. So we're talking to him all about this year's festival after this one from Incognito. This one is Summer's Ended. <laughs> Thank you. 
and welcome back to the Funk and Soul Show. That was Incognito there, going right back to the early 80s with Parisian Girl. And I'm very pleased to be joined on the line now by Gil Carpus, the Cambridge Jazz Festival co-director, and is here to talk about the Jazz Festival for this year, which is landing in Cambridge this November. Good afternoon to you, Gil. How are you? I'm fine. How are you doing, Jamie? You all right? Yeah, very well. Yeah, very well indeed. And it's been a very busy time for the moment. We've had all the big news this week come up about the Cambridge Jazz Festival. Tickets are now available to buy. And we just really want to talk about this year's festival and a little bit about the history of the festival itself, really. So we wind the clock back, first of all, really. When did the festival originally start and how did you get involved with the festival in the first place? So the festival started in around 2014, really as a sort of uh, pilot. Uh, but that was its original kind of date um and it was sort of little weekend curations and things like that and pulling it together and then over time that started gathering momentum into something that more or less resembles what we have now which is a sort of two-week full program you know in every dimension um sort of like Cambridge City takeover really so um it started off as a sort of bringing together of like different coalescent scenes um like you get the modern jazz scene you had the kind of trad you had the jazz funk you had the jams you had the kind of like groovy music that wasn't really jazz um or funk but it was groovy and and it all kind of brought together and under under an umbrella and uh, from that, there seems to be a bit of inspiration. You know, there seems to be more and more people getting involved. Uh, and then I got involved, I suppose. I mean, I was sort of touted around 2015. I was running some different projects and uh, some in London and some in Cambridge. And I got touted around 2015 by Roz, Roz Russell, who's the originator, founder, director of the festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wanted me to kind of get involved. And so I sort of, at first I said, okay, I'll sort of do a little bit of marketing or media and have a hand in programming. And then uh, after COVID, um, actually during the lockdown, I started getting more involved. And then after when we came back in 21, I was already a director. So there we are. <laughs> and obviously something like this, it's not something you sort of pick up and drop at notice. I guess it's an all year thing that you're trying to plan and prep around for the next year, I guess. Yeah, I think I think that's pretty right, actually. If you think about, you know, the the kind of touring schedules that, that some of the artists are on, some of them are working like two years ahead. Uh, so it is quite hard to pin down the headline artists. Uh, we spend a lot of time chasing uh, artists we want, uh, and then there's even more artists we want. So there's, there's a lot of choice there, and we spend a lot of time trying to peg down a programme the the thing about sort of venues and stuff that's fairly stable and static and then of course we put in all the fundraising work that goes into making uh the applications that help support the festival's costs like mostly artists and marketing yeah so i mean it is it is uh it is a labor but it's a labor of love and you mentioned there you know it's, it's a takeover of cambridge and it it really is for that two-week period there's a hell of a lot of venues which you're going to be covering which have become sort of the mainstays for the festival just give us an idea of some of the venues and some of the artists we can expect this year in those venues as well so we'll start in the south the most southern of our venues is is saffron hall which is a huge beautiful venue and it's where year on year we have these great kind of legacy artists so we had courtney pine and Zoe Rahman last year, and this year we've got Yolanda Brown. So it really has a sort of production capacity to sort of bring really kind of like 
stadium level or like large arena level artists there or concert hall level artists so that's saffron hall then we have four nights at cambridge junction actually five six what am i saying we've got six we've got tom mcguire and the brass holes then we've got incognito then we've got certain ratio then we've got emma rowich who's our artist in residence with alice zawadzki on a double biller uh, and then after that, we've got, crikey, there's so much. <laughs> we've got a full week. And then it's Zoe Rahman's octet, which, so we're really glad to have her back in the festival from Saffron Hall to, to Cambridge uh, Junction. And then we have the Jazz FM takeover. And that's just a full packed day of stuff. But, you know, that's Cambridge Junction is our sort of resident home. But we're also taking in Jesus College. We've got a great partnership with them. We've got Leon Foster Thomas playing there. We've also got... Uh, Clare College Cellars, which is a classic, classic venue for Cambridge. We've got St. Catherine's. Uh, oof, there's loads of bars all around town. We've got La Raza as well involved. Yeah, lots and lots. We've got uh, West Road Concert Hall, where we've got Cambridge University Jazz Orchestra working with our artist in residence, Emma Rowich, doing a commission. And then we've also got Stories Field Centre, which is a little bit on the west of Cambridge. And really, it's a great space for doing things like Ferg's Imaginary Big Band and, yeah, just loads of great stuff. And people who are travelling from further field as well, like some of these venues are absolutely beautiful and they're fantastic venues to be you know, in and listen to music in the first place, aren't they? Really, I think we're really lucky in Cambridge to have what we've got around us. Yeah, state of the art, I think, is the is the phrase. Uh, Saffron Hall, state of the art. Junction is state of the art. Uh, Stories Field is brand new. The art, the architect designed the space with acoustics in mind. Uh, so, you know, the production is really good. I mean, it holds what, like about 160 seated, about 250 standing. But, you know, you're in there and it feels a lot bigger because of the 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 ceiling you know that is so high up but the acoustics are not boomy they're absolutely perfect so when we're talking about state of the art that's one thing you know and but also it's not only that it's also about a great vibe so there are the kind of classic architecture venues like some of the college cellars and things like that or la raza subterranean jazz funk kind of thing you know what i mean that classic venue really- classic classic venue it's 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 both about delivering high production standards but also about having a vibe and you know there's a good balance between all of that and this year obviously the festival has grown and grown year on year how many artists and events do you think you're putting on this year overall so at last count it was 40 events 350 artists uh over two weeks so yeah that's that's a hefty number over over that Mm. period that is a hefty number indeed but you know like you asked the question earlier about like you know how long are we working on this kind of annual cycle sometimes like a two-year cycle yeah it's pretty much the case that um a lot of these details are involved in that that calendar run you know we're kind of pulling all this stuff together it's it's not like we just pick artists it's like it's a sort of growing process it's structured um which you can see in the program exactly and so the program itself went live this past wednesday you know, the full program is now available via the website. And I believe tickets are available for all, if not, you know, many of these events now. But if people want to have a look at the full program, where can people go and what the ticket range prices for this as well? So ticket range prices, let's start with that. Everything from free up to £30. So wow, okay. loads of stuff that's free, everything going up to £30. 
And then uh, info is where people can find it. Cambridgejazzfestival.info, no less. So that's where all the info is. And people can get tickets there. People can find out about the artists, about the events, about ways they can get involved, about all the fringe things, the main things, the headliners, the highlights. They can watch videos from the artists. They can engage with the artists, you know, through the links to their website. There's loads of stuff on social media as well. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, we're we're there um yeah it's it's all all there at the at the touch of a mouse and you mentioned there around sort of you know some of the events are free and i think you can't put these on without some of the support that you've had from the festival and obviously people supporting this well. and i just want to mention you know some of those people who have helped the festival get up there as well really so mostly it is the arts council england who believe in what we do which is a great endorsement um we put a lot of work into it they have those questions in their application we work with our, our relationship manager we make sure that you know we get everything in that is required and fingers crossed but you know we're obviously doing something right because they like what we do the other people also very important at cambridge bid uh that is basically a sort of uh, cambridge business partnership um to enrich the city they also make an investment in us and we're very grateful all the in-kind partners, the venues, Cambridge Junction, loads of other people also putting in a lot of time, not necessarily cash time, but like work time, staff time, resources time. And then, of course, there's the public, the public donate, the public support. You know, it, it's basically what makes it happen. You know, the business community, the arts community and the Cambridge community. And again, there's the real great names. and It's good to see people getting on board with the Festival Guild. And, you know, and, and for yourself as well, you mentioned obviously some of the sort of headline talents and some of the smaller talents coming through. Who are you most looking forward to seeing perform in Cambridge or in any point is for people who may be new to the jazz scene who you think you need to go check these out while they're here sort of thing? Well, personally, it's too hard to choose because I like every single artist that we're putting on. Um, <laughs> but I suppose if we're going to put it like that, I think people, I mean, it depends. If you want to see your jazz funk, I'd go and see Incognito. Lots of people are already, so you know, don't hold back. Um, but I think I think the real kind of curveball I'm I'm looking forward to personally seeing is a certain ratio. Now there you've got what can only be described as Felakuti's Afrobeat mixed with a sort of the clash, rock the Casbah, by way of a sort of punk funk disco live at the Hacienda sometime in the mid-80s. I think that is is a vibe that um and they've been going 45 years so you know it's a celebration of of kind of that slightly british alt funk scene um that happened around the kind of early mid 80s i'm looking forward to that uh i'm also looking forward to seeing some great great artists like emma rarich um alistair wadsky uh zoe rahman uh i mean the list goes on and jazz in the round the jazz fm takeover i mean I know it's a different radio station, but like <laughs> they're very much on brand for us. But yeah. Uh, yeah, we've got a great day with them starting off with a live OB and then moving on to the Prosecco brunch, uh, which will have Cleveland Watkins and Pete Churchill doing uh, the songbook of John Hendricks, which uh, Pete Churchill has exclusive rights to be able to do. So that's like a massive coup for us. Uh, then we're moving on to a film screening from Nick Wells and uh, with a Q&A with Tiago Coimbra called Walking the Changes. Some great legends of jazz in that video. I mean, the, the guys, he's a bassist, 
but he also seems to have like an address book that is envious. I mean, people are in it like Ron Carter. I mean, it's amazing, right? Yeah. Uh, and then after that, of course, we've got Jazz in the Round, which is Chris Phillips of uh, Jazz in the Round and the Blueprint. He's going to be hosting some of the very best of UK jazz uh, in three lineups. We got um, yeah, Rebecca Nash, Maddie Coombs, and Maria Rehakova. I mean, it's just going to be fantastic. I mean, there is there is something for everybody, really. And I say I'm I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, Incognito and myself for that jazz funk vibe. But then I'm going to go see Tom McGuire and the Brass Souls for a totally different vibe. And it's like it, there's a complete mix there. And I highly recommend anyone, if you've got a free evening, to go and check it out over these two weeks. And I guess, Gil, what's the best way to people to reach out to the festival or find more information? What's all the best social media for you? Uh, best social media is kind of Facebook, I suppose. It's, um, I mean, all the others are pretty much owned by Facebook anyway. So um, <laughs> quote me on that. But, you know, so like Facebook is the one that has the best, the best widgets uh, for people to kind of connect and and click on and all stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I think Facebook's probably the best one. But if you're on Instagram, get in touch. And if you're on Twitter, get in touch. It doesn't matter. I mean, the, the most important thing is that you come to the website, you'll find everything there, cambridgejazzfestival.info. Anywhere you want to connect, anything you want to see, that's the place to do it. Fab, and we'll share all the details on our social media feed as well for you. So anyone wants a direct link for tickets, as I say, they are available now. That's for all the events, and as Gil would say, and some of them are free up till £30. So a wide variety of um, shows and gigs for you to go to over the next couple of weeks in November. So, again, great talking to you this afternoon, and um, say so look forward to seeing you in November. Thanks, Jamie. It's a pleasure. Shotgun seat. Uh. 
All I need is one string And my voice to sing May my lend down the vibe I guess this is what it means to feel alive I got a whole lot of mojo Ain't got no skin All right, bang, sing it with me, come on Got a whole lot of mojo Ain't got no skin Just then, like JB did, well before I was a kid. Oh, I was on the tower, might just blow your lid. Party swing, I don't care, I won't keep my passion here. Billy didn't complicate, well he used what he had to make, and the people they relate. He comes smashing through the gate. So many sounds In an inch of water You'll see me drown I got lost But I done got found When the bottom Found my turn around For the super solid So be a girl Super solid So be a girl Super solid So be a Super solid song via color eye. I got a whole lot of mojo, ain't got no skin. Tom McGuire and the Brass Holes there with Super Solid Soul Vehicle here on the Funk and Soul Show. My thanks for Gil Carpers for joining me on the show today to talk all about the Cambridge Jazz Festival. So again, if you want any more information about the festival, head over to the website. It's cambridgejazzfestival.info. And as we said during that interview, some of the tickets are free and the maximum cost is only £30. And there is a great lineup this year. So do go and check that one out. And do, if you are in the Cambridge area, do go down and support some of these gigs because there are some great venues and some great artists throughout that fortnight. So it's now time then for this week's A-Sides of Motown. Then each week we have been playing you three A-Side releases from Motown Records. Now we started this feature way back in January of 2020 where we started off in 1960 with Motown's very first release. And we've been playing you three tracks every single week. We've now worked our way through to 1968. So this week, three more tracks to play for you. Starting off with the four tops with Walk Away Renee. The A-Side of Motown.
side of Motown. Stay around, you'll surely tear it all apart Saying the road's got to end Somewhere Oh, every road has got to end Somewhere Now is the time for the showdown So let me give you the lowdown We've come to the end of our side of Motown.
week's A-sides of Motown. Then from 1968, finish off with Chuck Jackson. You can't let the boy overpower the man in you. Before that, we're Gladys Knight and the pits with the end of our road. And then we start off this week's A-sides of Motown with the four tops and walk away Renee. We are going to be doing three more A-sides of Motown here on the show next week. Got three more great songs lined up for you. And over the next few weeks, we've got some great tracks coming up as well. So looking forward to playing them here on the show. Now I'm next going to be playing you another brand new track now for you. This is coming out in mid-October. It's a cover version by a family member of the Isley Brothers, Patrice Isley. This is her take on Harvest for the World. And I'll give you more details about the track after this.
know, Patrice Isley there and her version of, of course, the Isley Brothers version of Harvest for the World. And she always said from a child that she really enjoyed this track and she said there was always something about its message that it was completely inclusive and hopeful and really thought that this was her track that she would like to cover and release as her own. And she's been a great musical talent herself throughout the years, working with many different musicians, having lots of influences throughout her entire career as well. But she has worked with many great musicians. So looking forward to this release actually coming out. And again, if you want more information on this, it's going to be available very, very short. It's going to be available to download on the 7th of October. And that's Patrice Isley and her version of Harvest for the World. So I'm just going to be playing you some more music now for you. Again, some reissues of some classic tracks now. This is from the latest release from Tramp Records, a great record they were based out of Germany. And I'm going to play you the track and give you more details about this now. This one, this is the Funk Revolution and Don't Go Away. <laughs>
are taken from a dual release from Tramp Records and that came out earlier on this week. The Funk Revolution is the artist and the albums are called Don't Go Away and Space Dream. Now these are limited to 500 hand numbered copies and again as I always say with these Tramp Record releases these are a really great piece to own. The history and the amount of knowledge that Tobias and the team over at Tramp put into these releases are absolutely fantastic and definitely check this one out. Now the story behind the Funk Revolution really it's a complete set of recording sessions from the Sassel Deep Funk Wiz Joel Rishi aka Lucky Brown and this is really all of those sessions together to create these four length compilations and releases. So again if you want to get hold of this you can it's available via their Bandcamp page if you search for Tramp Records there you can check it out but there are so many great tracks on here I've been listening to it over the last few days and just all great funky tracks and again they're all from the 60s and 70s so if you really like your rare groove and your classic funk do go and check this one out and again tramp records do some tremendous work and i highly recommend supporting this and even listen back to their back catalog as well if you're into sort of your rare stuff do check it out but again the funk revolution available now on tramp records so i'm just going to be playing you some more new music now as i did say there is lots of brand new music here for you this week this one now is the bamboos their latest release this one is safe from harm <laughs>
at this point from Melbourne that is the Bamboozer and Safe From Harm as they come up to close to 25 years together as a group and they are still going from strength to strength and bringing out some real great music and this is the latest single from them that is Safe From Harm and actually features Reginald AK on this track as well who is actually the son of Carly Aldis again someone who has had a terrific career in her own right been doing stuff with the Bamboozer course in the past and again just someone else great from Australia so well worth checking out that new track from them it's available now and being released on bmg and pacific theater it's available as a digital release and again there is news of a new album on the way from the bamboos and of course the upcoming eu tour as well so very much looking forward to hearing more from them as we get closer and closer to the album release but again if you want to catch that song now it's available now the bamboos and safe from harm now, up next, we're going to be playing you a classic track now for you before we move into this week's Club Classics. Going to be playing you now a track from the OJs. This is Give the People What They Want.
And there are the OJs there, and their opening track from the album Survivor, released back in April of 1975, of course, on the iconic Philadelphia International Record label. Again, that is the opening track to the album. That is Give the People What They Want, and of course, written by that songwriting duo of Gamble and Huff. Now, up next, it's this week's time now for Club Classics. Every week, we play you four songs back-to-back from the club scene of the 1970s and 80s. We're moving a little bit back in time for this one. We are going slap bang in the middle of the 80s for some of these tracks. Going to be kicking off, first of all, with a bit of Rick James and Super Freak. And after that, we've got music lined up from Call of the Gang, Patrice Russian, and one more. Hey, let me tell you something. Are you ready? Funk and Soul Club Classics. Four tracks. Back to back. I want to get into it, man, you know. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Kinky. The girl's a super freak. I really love to chase her. Every time we meet, 
Thank you.
this week's Club Classics and Vicky D and this beat is mine. Before that, Patrice Russian and Forget Me Not, we played you the 12-inch version of that track. Corner of the Gang before that with Fresh and then we start off this week's Club Classics, Rick James and an absolute belting track from him and Super Freak. Got another collection of Club Classics here on the show next week but we are now into our second hour. Still got a half hour left of today's show and still plenty to try and squeeze in for you in this hour. But up next, going to be talking to Alexander Korostinsky from the Sex Tones, who's been a guest here on the show a few times now. We have talked all different things around all different musical products that he's involved with. But he is now back with the Sex Tones. Of course, a great group in their own right. Had many great singles out in the past. But we're talking to him after this one from their new album. This is the title track for the album. This is Love Can't Be Borrowed from the Sex Tones. And after this, we're talking to Alex all about the album and a lot more.
actually borrowed from the album of the same name by the Sextones, the brand new release due out later on this week. And I'm very pleased to be joined on the line now. Again, visit me here on the show, Alexander Korostinsky from the group The Sextones. Alex, how are you? Hey, hey, Jamie, how's it going? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. No, it's great to have you back here on the show. And we've got lots to talk about today, mainly, of course, around the new album with the Sex Tones. But I just wanted to wind the clock back a little bit before we get into the interview, really. I want to find out, really, what you've been doing since the last time we spoke. And you were doing, obviously, some solo work and you're continuing doing some work with the Woolet Do Archive Group. So just fill us in how your summer's been and obviously leading through up to this point in time as well. I've been great. Uh, I've been very busy with music and recording. Um, I've... I've amped up my uh, my recording studio out here, Archive Group Studios, and have been um, making a lot of records with a lot of great artists, um, including you know my own stuff, What It Do Archive Group and whatnot. And uh, so yeah, last last time we spoke, I was uh, I had just released this uh, Anatolian psych rock forty five uh, with Record Kicks, which was like the beginning of my my solo work, my proper solo work, and then. Since then, I got I kind of got like super busy writing and recording the next What It Do Archive Group record called Palace of a Thousand Sounds. That came out in May, um, also on Record Kicks, and then just putting the uh, the finishing touches on the new Sex Tones record uh, as well. So just been pulling double duty on all that stuff, and now uh, now here we are. And here we are on release day then. So the album itself come out today then the 29th of September, available on Record Kicks and is on all streaming services and physical versions mm-hmm. as well. But I just want to talk about the album now and the development of the album itself. When did you and the guys get back in the studio and when did you start writing this album as well? Well, we had been, Mark and I had been writing the record for a long time. Um, actually, pretty soon after our first debut record as the sex tones called moonlight vision came out in 2017 we started writing a batch of songs over the course of a few years probably like one to two years and then we didn't know what to do with it there was kind of like a hodgepodge of musical styles various forms of like soul music and we know we thought we needed to make this a full length and we needed a producer and so um we decided to uh just kind of cold call Kelly Finnegan one day and uh, and kind of went from there. And let's talk about that relationship with Kelly then. Had you even had any relationship with him beforehand or how did that sort of come across in the first place? <laughs> no, we, we did not know him. We knew of him. And uh, kind of the the way the way in was that I was doing um, some substitute bass work for another band related to Kelly called Conbrio. I had done a tour with them and through them they have they had similar managers and it was from there that I kind of like got more and more contact information in order to get a hold of Kelly and so at one point um I had done my due diligence and then we just kind of had his phone number and I just called him one day and so I was like hi my name's Alex and da 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 and it kind of just went from there so it was very he didn't know who we were at all Oh, so the relationship has worked really well with Kelly obviously doing the producing and you as a band obviously doing your own thing with it as well. And the album is sounding fantastic and really enjoyed hearing it over the last few days. But what's the inspiration around this album? What can people expect from this album compared to other albums that you've done in the past? Yeah, so we tried to really hone in on kind of where like Curtis Mayfield left off with he had a very like magical type of soul music. Like he was obviously very politically 
uh, charged with with his later work. And we tried to touch on that just a little bit. I mean, it's mostly an album of love songs, but um, that magical kind of like sorely twirly like soul music that Curtis was making at the back end of his career is is sort of where we wanted to take this with a little bit of that impressions vibe early impressions era stuff too um but like we were, we were trying to hone in on sort of like kind of like have, what would curtis do sort of sort of energy and so the rest of the record you'll kind of get a little bit of that idea we use that as a good like compass for ourselves Man, I didn't realize that she had that bond with her. And I'm a big fan of Curtis Mayfield, so it's really cool to hear that you kind of took that inspiration. And I will listen to the album with different ears. Yeah, and we didn't want to just, you know, one for one copy anything he was directly doing. But yeah, if um, so, yeah, it's great. It's great to hear that you didn't get it at first. But maybe, yeah, having some of that that insight. Um, that I, I love that about records when I, I listen to a record and then, I'm like, oh, it kind of feels like this type of thing. And then I read or hear what they what they were listening to at the time. And I'm like, oh, my God, it opens it opens my ears to a whole new world. And I enjoy the record a lot more that way. So thanks for saying that. No, my pleasure. And again, as I said a minute ago, I'm a big fan of Curtis Mayfield. So you might hit the right buttons there again if I listen to it with slightly different ears. And again, the release of the album is actually out today. So if people want to get hold of the album, it is available on all streaming services and some physical versions, I believe, as well, Alex. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. We have some vinyl LPs pressed on the record. We have some CDs and then, yes, digital and then the the 45s that we've released all year. So we'll put a link on our social media feed for those physical versions as well if anyone wants to pick them up. And again, as you have with like previous releases and your own solo work as well, you tend to do a few live dates, and I guess you're doing the same here. So we just announced a couple days ago um, our, our first leg of our record release tour, which takes us down the uh, the west the west coast of the U.S. And so we're going to be piecing together different legs throughout the course of the next year or so, and, and hopefully, you know, fingers crossed, we're able to to get back out into europe and the uk because we have some very hardcore fans out there that we want to say hi to nice it'd be great to see you actually here over in the uk and again let's like say there is a, a good fan base here so we'll keep an eye out for any uk and european dates and you know as with many bands you've said earlier on in the interview that this is your main project that all of you are involved with what's the next steps are we going to be seeing some future work or are you going to be taking a break before the new stuff what's the next steps for the sex tones Oh, we're definitely, we feel like we have a lot of great traction right now and we're, we're only putting more eggs in the basket for the band. So um, uh, Mark and I started writing some more songs for, uh, for a follow-up. Um, we're definitely in, we're definitely in the, in the mode of uh, making, making more music and getting out there. So there's no, there's no stopping us from here. This is only step one of the, the master plan. <laughs> nice. Well, it's good to see that you've got a master plan available anyway. And in regards to like your social media and stuff like that, where's the best place for the band to be found online? Um, I'd say we are most active on Instagram. So that would be at the sex tones. And you can also find myself at X, Y, Z, A, N, D, E, R, T, A, Y, L, O, R for my studio and all my solo stuff and all my other things. But, um, but I'd say Instagram's probably the best for, for the band. Um, at, yeah, I think that's, I think that's where we're stuck at. We don't have anything else to rock and roll in too much. So just keep, keep track of us there. Fab. Yeah, that sounds good. And just something I want to mention really quickly. 
around the What It Do Archive group, obviously one of your other projects. Now, you always intended it to be sort of an audio library and kind of that's what you marketed it as. But you actually had it picked up on an Arby's ad, you know, very recently. And I just wanted to oh, yeah. get a bit of knowledge around that and whether or not that was a bit of a surprise to you, whether or not you had planned for that to actually appear in the ad campaign. This, it actually was a surprise. Um, and it was a beautiful surprise. And and yeah, you're right. It kind of was like a self-fulfilling prophecy moment for, for the band, uh, What to Do Archive Group, where, yeah, we, we wanted to make music that was, you know, cinematic and creative and told a story. And uh, so our first record, uh, The Black Stone Affair, you know, it's a, a Western, a, a, a fake like Italian spaghetti Western type of thing. And uh, I just got a message one day on on my Instagram page from uh, one of the companies that does the licensing saying, hey, it's it's out. And I was like, no way. And uh, I checked it out and it was a beautiful use of the of the song. And um, it was we were we were very proud of that moment. It was very cool. And so hopefully more to come. Yeah, let's hope so. And it's been great talking to you this afternoon, Alex, and all the best for the album release and pass on my best to the rest of the band as well. And again, if anyone wants to get the album itself, it's available now on Record Kicks. The album is called Love Can't Be Borrowed. And again, all the details will be shown on our social media page. But it is available digitally on physical versions and, of course, anywhere where you get your music. So again, thanks for your time this afternoon, and we'll speak to you very soon. Expectations make you feel alone Can't live a whole life when it's not your own
Sex tone to that one is Getaway Driver. Now, we did mention, of course, in the interview that there are physical versions available of this album. Now, I wouldn't hang around if you do want some physical versions of this. Now, there is a collector's LP and a 45 pack available via Bandcamp. Now, these are limited to 1,000, and there is only 28 or so left of them. And that was when I obviously put the show together. So, do check this one out if you want to get hold of this because I'm sure across the weekend this will probably sell out. Now, there is also the normal limited edition LP, there is only 80 odd left of that out of 1000 and again the cd again there are more numbers of those but again the lps are selling very very quickly and there is also if you're listening to us on friday there is a listening party which is available via bandcamp now there's going to be a free listening party for everyone to listen to the full album there'll be a full discussion with the band and of course kelly finnegan from the monophonics will be on that call as well so head over to their bandcamp you can choose to listen to the event and again that is happening on friday evening at five o'clock so do check that one out if you're a fan but again yeah if you do want the lp do check the one out and thanks again for alexander for coming on to the show this afternoon so we are now rapidly running out of time on this week's show We've got time for one more track then before we move into this week's triple love song wind down and we're playing you this song now for you a great one here this is bill withers and a classic from him Oh 
Bill Withers and Harlem there finishing off this edition of Lock and Stock here on the Face Radio. Thank you for your company over the last couple of hours and thanks to my guests Alexander and of course Gil for joining me here on the show this week. Going to round up the show now with our Triple Love Song Wind Down as we do each and every week. The first track in our Triple Love Song Wind Down is the brand new single from LRK Records. It's by Gary Build and it's How Do I Say I Love You. Then we've got Betty Wright and her cover version of Bill Withers' Ain't No Sunshine and then we're going to round up this week's show with Aretha Franklin from the Spirit in the Dark album and you and me. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, whatever get up to, and I'll see you here next Friday afternoon for another edition of the show. The Triple Love Song Wind Down. Wind Down.
But I just want to tell you I love you 